thousand. Climate and sustainability with Kevin James. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. Are you good? Uh, very good, Ernest. Hope you guys are all well. No, we are good. We are good up here in Johannesburg. Uh, Kevin, let's uh, get stuck into it. I see the recent VW diesel emission scandal has rocked the automotive industry without a doubt and the world, if you will. Uh, please tell us uh, what, what actually transpired and what the ramifications have been. Now, Ernest, this is actually something that's quite remarkable, actually unbelievable, to think that things could get so horribly out of hand that a company such as Volkswagen makes one really sit back and wonder what actually goes on in boardrooms around the world. So in this instance, Volkswagen, they installed software in many of their cars, uh, about 11 million vehicles I think right now are, are implicated, that allowed mostly diesel vehicles to perform better on, when tested for their emissions than they would actually perform on the road. So this was to ensure that they could pass compliance or local compliance laws in Europe and USA, definitely, which basically is tantamount to fraud. Okay? So this happened in mid-September, and listen to this, within two weeks the market value of that company had dropped by 40%. This is about 30 billion euros in our currency, about 450 billion rand since the scandal emerged. So other consequences of this is that they have to recall obviously 11 million vehicles, which will be prohibitively expensive, and they're now exposed to legal claims as well in the regions that they've contravened the compliance, and those could be, they say, up to 40 billion euros, another 600 billion rand, so up to over a trillion rand potential uh, ramifications financial for them. If I need to get a bit technical now, when they say they cheated to get past emissions testing, it wasn't for the carbon dioxide, which is one of the main green greenhouse gases, as carbon dioxide really burns faster in diesel engines, and that's not the problem. It was the nitrous oxide emissions, which besides causing uh, climate change as well, also causes lung disease, smog, and makes the hole in the ozone bigger. So I think the lesson to be learned here is that arguably the world's most admired automaker can go from zero to zero because of poor corporate governance and environmental non-compliance. Investors, including pension funds who hold shares in companies like Volkswagen, need to pay attention now and to start asking some very serious and different questions of the companies they invest in. Mm. Uh, staying in the uh, automotive sector, uh, Kevin, uh, this time on a more positive note, the BMW plant in Roslyn, uh, somewhere near Pretoria, if uh, you didn't know, well, not you in particular, is <laughs> getting uh, about 30% of its uh, electricity needs from animal, or will be getting 30% of its uh, electricity needs from animal manure and municipal waste. It sounds like a, a good story. This is a good story, Ernest, and we like to balance things up a little bit on the show. So uh, BMW's Pretoria plant will process about 40,000 tons per annum of cattle manure. That's a lot of uh, cow poop. 20 kilo, uh, kilotons of organic waste by feeding it into a biogas digester, an anaerobic digester, that will generate methane and ultimately drive a gas engine. This is part of BMW's plan in South Africa and globally to use 100% renewable energy, no fossil fuels in the operations by 2020 which is a very ambitious plan. It's a, it's a bio-to-what plant. There was a company that assisted them or partnered with them, and it's situated in Bronkhorst Spruit at a beef core feedlot. feedlot. So that's a, that's, a, that's a cattle company, a cattle farming company. And the city of Tswane is being, was a key to supplying the waste to the project as well. The benefits of this type of energy source is that it's, it's baseload power, 24 by 7, with really the proviso being that you have to have sufficient waste feedstock, not always easy, to support a 24 by 7 operation, a baseload power operation. 
Other benefits include a reduction of waste to landfill, as well as reduced greenhouse gases due to the capturing of the methane this time, an ongoing supply of fertilizer and heat as well. So many, many benefits. Municipality of Tuane is happy because besides achieving some big wins in terms of their zero waste commitments, they also have a greenhouse gas reductions and they're providing a lot of much needed jobs predominantly in the waste management sector. The SA Biogas Association has calculated that the biogas sector can provide approximately two and a half gigawatts of electricity of base load power to the grid with given the amount of agricultural and other organic waste we have which means really about 25% of those Russian nuclear plants that they're looking to procure would become basically not needed. It would solve a lot of our waste issues and provide a lot of jobs. So in conclusion yeah, Ernest, I think there are millions of cattle in South Africa. We should really exploit that resource and be running this country on cow poop not uranium. We need more of this stuff Ernest. So Good well stuff. done. Well done on BMW, uh, Kevin James. We'll leave it on that uh, positive note. We'll chat again next Wednesday. You guys take care. Bye-bye. Kevin James from GCX Africa as we chat climate change and sustainability every Wednesday is on the Drive Time Experience.